Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to the We No Fantasy Waiver Wire Wishlist for Week 10. Somehow we're about to get to Week 10 of the season. It's flying by. And as always, uh, this my name is Nate with We No Fantasy. We're here on the Monday to go over our uh, must-ads of the week for Waiver Wire ads. And this week I'm joined by Nick. Nick, how are you today, man? I'm doing great, Nate. Thanks for the invite on today's show. Yeah, Nick is a, is a new contributor. He's probably about two or three weeks deep here with uh, the We Know Fancy crew. Uh, we love having him on board, and uh, he has his own fancy brand. Tell us a little bit about that, Nick. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at FB Mechanic, as well as on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Mechanic. Uh, fairly new, kind of just kicked it off in July, but fantasy football has always kind of been a passion of mine. Um, I started branching out into other fantasy sports, but as I said before, football is my main focus. Uh, I also enjoy all sports, uh, craft beer, and I'm a foodie. I'm from Philly, so there's plenty of places to eat and drink here in Philadelphia. Yeah, and real quick, uh, tell the people about your fantasy football history. How long have you been playing, things of that nature? Uh, over 20 years. Uh, but it's, I said on the Contributors Podcast, the first episode I was on, I kind of felt like the turn and the breakout of it was in uh, 2003 when uh, Amon Green and Guys like Priest Combs and Ladanian Thompson had those big years, and then you've seen the the you know the translation of websites and uh, like apps that came along and kind of made an interesting dynamic for the whole fantasy football world, and I just jumped in, and like I said, it, it's just been awesome, a great time. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you here, and we're glad to have you on the podcast this week. As always, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. can be found on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Uh, be sure to visit our website, where Nick contributes at WeKnowFantasy.com. Uh, there you can find some great series from our from our crew, as in Cody does a weekly player rankings. I do a B team. Steven does a buy low, sell high. We have fantasy hockey on there by Lenny. Uh, waiver, uh, waiver and streaming there for, for Lenny and fantasy hockey, fantasy basketball content, of course. We have Brian, Nick, and Megan who do breaking news, content, fantasy football, a lot of great stuff, so be sure to head over there. You get a lot of great information there from our great group of contributors. I'll be back every Wednesday with the Fantasy Fro, where we go over the uh, We Know Fantasy podcast featuring the Fantasy Fro. We talk about the week that was and week in advance and everything in that nature. Every Thursday, uh, Nick mentioned this a little bit, but the We Know Fantasy Contributors podcast comes out. We're, uh, you know, a great group of uh, – we're a handful of those uh, great group of contributors I talked about already come together, give you different different perspective and things of that nature on a different uh, type of podcast for you guys. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, that'll be Tuesday for listeners on Monday night, will be the uh, streamable defenses of the week article dropping on the website as well. And we are still looking for uh, your help. If you're a fancy hockey, basketball, baseball, Premier League, anything of that nature, if you're into that, uh, you have a passion for helping people. We have a passion for writing, podcasting, that nature. Hit us up. Let's talk. Let's get something going. We need some more contributors over here. Um, on our end. So, enough of that. Let's let's see how we did last week. Last week, I was jo- uh, joined by Cody for the first time on the We Don't Fancy Waiver Wire Wishes podcast where I had a contributor on. Uh, our picks were Derek Carr against the Lions at 19.56 points. Sam Darnold, the Dolphins, at 13.5 points. Mark Walton versus the Jets had 7.1 points. Darius Geis did not play, of course. He's eligible to return in Week 11. Alexander Madison was a, kind of a no-show against the Chiefs at 0.6 points. Raheem Mostert, that was kind of an anticipation play. Say if uh, um, Wilson or uh, Breeder were not able to go for the 49ers, he had zero or negative 0.2 points. Chris Conley against the Texans had 5.2 points. All on Tate and Alex Erickson were on buys. Danny Amendola played the Raiders at 5.9 points. Dallas Goddard. 
versus the Bears at 7.9. And Janu Smith against the Panthers had 4.1 points. So that's enough for that. We talked about, uh, you know, introduction. We talked about the week that was. Let's hop in the week that is to come. We're going to go through. Uh, we're going to have two quarterbacks. We'll have one quarterback each. We'll have two running backs each, two wide receivers each, and a tight end each. So kick things off. I'll start off here. My quarterback this week to add uh, is Daniel Jones, the New York Giants. He's only 26% of Yahoo and 32.8% of ESPN League. So we're unsure of how, you know, Daniel Jones performs in this week nine matchup as he's playing right now. They're about, what, 40 minutes deep. Have you been able to catch any of that game thus far before we started this uh, podcast, Nick? Uh, yeah, actually, he just threw a touchdown. Oh, oh did he? Yes, he So did. that's good news if you were uh, a Daniel Jones owner. Um, so uh, the last time we saw him before tonight's game, which obviously isn't uh, done yet, was against the Lions where he had 322 yards and four touchdowns for a 28.18 point performance so that, that's big that's a lot of points so he gets the Jets this this week coming up in week 10 outside of the Dallas game tonight and this Jets defense just allowed Ryan Fitzpatrick to go for 288 yards and three touchdowns for 23.72 fancy points and the Dolphins first win of the season so they're pretty much not stopping anyone anyone can really put up some points against them so expect Daniel Jones to keep, keep things going has a very nice matchup here with the Jets this week yeah, definitely. Uh, just to give you a heads up, it was a Cody Lattimore to touchdown. Not sure the significance of that to anybody, but just putting that out there. Yeah, I love the Daniel Jones pickup, especially with a playoff schedule with the matchups of the likes of the Philadelphia Eagles, the Miami Dolphins, and the Washington Redskins. Not really much more to say as far as that schedule goes. Yeah, that's a very easy one and one you'll want to have a, have a quarterback against for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So my, my quarterback for this week is Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill is owned in 18% of Yahoo and 8% of ESPN. But uh, since taking over as the starter, which is three and a half games, he's got 980 passing yards, six throwing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. And in the last three weeks, his fantasy totals are 23.3, 21.3, and 28.3, uh, as well as week 14 against the Oakland Raiders and week 15 against the Houston Texans. If you're a playoff team, this is and you have a roster spot, this is a good quarterback to go out and add, especially if you're unsure of your quarterback going forward and what their playoff matchups may look like. I do think that this has become more of a throwing offense with Tannehill instead of Mariota at quarterback. So I definitely recommend adding him, especially if you have a roster spot. Yeah, he's a guy I really like too. And just as Nick said, those numbers, you can't you can't ignore those numbers. Those are three straight games of twenty plus point performances. I'm not sure how many quarterbacks have done it over the last three games, but Tannehill is a guy who's, you know, owned in less than 20% of Yahoo and less than 10% of ESPN League. So if you need a quarterback spot, if you need a, you know, if you're streaming the position and you need someone for a great playoff run, uh, Ryan Tannehill could be your guy. Yeah, so I'll jump in with my first running back as well, and it's Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm sure he's owned in many, on many, he's on many rosters in ESPN and Yahoo. He's owned in 59% of both. And my reason behind this is obviously you want to handcuff Chubb. But Kareem Hunt last year in 2018 was a top 10 running back before getting suspended. And Chubb already has 154 attempts. He only had 192 total attempts last year. So the, I, I could see the tread on Chubb's tires wearing down. As well as Dontrell Hilliard also took 40% of the snaps this past week against Denver. And the coach, Freddie Kitchens, has already said that Kareem Hunt will have a significant role in this offense. So... On a team that's struggling, that could use a, a a boost, I could see Kareem Hunt uh, stealing lots of touches from Nick Chubb at this point. So I definitely recommend adding him. 
They also play teams like Cincinnati and Arizona coming up. So especially if you you're a Chubb owner, it's a must add at this point. Yeah, if you're a Chubb owner and you don't have Hunt at this point, you should have already gotten him. And this is we've been waiting for this all season. We knew this was going to happen after uh, that ten week uh, suspension or whatever it was. Um, we knew that Cream Hunt's going to come in. We knew Cream Hunt is going to get some touches. He's too talented for running back not to get touches. So if you were a Chubb owner, you knew this is happening. Uh, you know, we were pretty vocal here about not owning Cream Hunt because I don't really like owning people who aren't on an NFL roster. Or really, he was on an NFL roster, but kind of not at the same time. So unless you were a Cream Hunt or not a Cream Hunt, a Nick Chubb owner, I don't really see you having him on your team. But he's owning about sixty percent of all leagues across Yahoo and ESPN. So people are obviously stashing this guy. And like Nick said, uh, Kitchen said that Hunt will have a big role. So we don't know what that role will be. We'll have to see here coming up, not this week, but uh, week 11. So if you if he's available, I suggest, like Nick, going up there and, and stash him for your league. So we'll do my first running back of the week. Uh, this is a guy who had a ton of anticipation last year, uh, very, was very underperforming last season, and now he's bursting back on the scene. This is Ronald Jones, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's owning 40% of Yahoo and 37.8% of ESPN leagues. So Bruce Arians recently, uh, I think it was today actually, announced that Jones has you know, been promoted to the starting job for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So a quote from him, he said, he's been consistent and he's been more explosive. It's not that Peyton Barber did anything wrong. So they obviously like you know Jones better than Peyton. They're moving him up to uh, you know RB1 status on that team. Last week he had 18 carries. This is two weeks in a row he's had at least 11-plus carries. 18 carries is a lot, especially for someone who's still available in less than 40% of all leagues. 18 carries is someone you need to get on your roster now. He had 16.2 fantasy points last week, which is the best of his career so thus far. He had 67 yards, a touchdown, two receptions for 15 yards as well. So um, he also has some nice games coming up. He's got the Cardinals, Saints, Falcons, Jaguars, Colts, Lions, and Texans to finish out the fantasy full season. Some great matchups there. Nothing to ignore. Uh, you know, Buccaneers, you know, they, they played the, they played the Seattle Seahawks pretty close, went to overtime, could have won that game possibly. Uh, they're, they're a sneaky team. You know, they went out, they, they beat the Rams early this season, you know, they lose games. They should, they should, uh, win and then they, uh, you know, win games they should lose. So it's a sneaky, good offense. So I expect Jones and he is pretty competent in the passing game. So I expect him to, uh, you know, have a pretty good end of this fantasy football season. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I really like the Ronald Jones uh, ad this week. He's someone who I've been kind of preaching to uh, stash all season because you just don't know what a Bruce Arians ran offense. So my second running back is going to be, and this is strictly for a stash reason as well, is Tony Pollard. And Tony Pollard is 14% owned in Yahoo and 12% owned in ESPN. And that's to me, that's a really super low percentage on both for a stash back on a team where – a running back can excel. And the reason I'm saying stash him is if this team's a playoff team and they can win the division, I fully expect they're going to sit Zeke down and give him some rest. And their weeks, that's possibly the last two weeks that can win you your run, your league with a running back, the caliber of Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's only real game this season was week three versus the Dolphins where he had 13 carries, 103 yards and a touchdown. He also had three receptions for 25 yards in that game. So he is – capable of putting up the numbers of uh, RB1. Yeah, Pollard was someone that, 
you know, had that, you know, everyone didn't expect Zeke to play the start of the season. So they, they scrambled him on the roster. And then, you know, Zeke came in and played week one. So he was dropped again. Then that week three, he went off. So they grabbed him again. And then, you know, he's been non existent pretty much since. So he didn't drop. But like, but like Nick said, there's, there's plenty of players out there that, you know, if you're expecting a playoff run, you can grab someone like a Tony Pollard or someone of that nature that could possibly, you know, see a week 15, 16, 17 increased role. Uh, because of you know teams that lock playoff spots don't want to risk their star players, so they pl- they plug in like a Tony Pollard, who can go off as he did against the Dolphins early this season. So, yeah, if you have a roster spot, you know maybe you'll come up in the semifinals or finals against the Zeke owner, and uh, you know they, and then the Cowboys announced they're going to sit Zeke in Week 16, and Pollard goes off for 150 yards and a score, and it's the reason why you win your championship. So, like Nick said, this is a this could be a championship winning move here. Yeah, I just want to add in there real quick, Nate. Um, in their first drive, that, or I'm sorry, their second drive, because uh, Dak Prescott threw an interception on their first drive, but their second drive down in the red zone, Pollard was on the field uh, first, second, and third down. They actually threw a pass on the, a screen pass on that they dropped. So I'm not sure if Zeke's already battling an injury or they're just trying to get Pollard some work done. So it's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah, that's something to note for sure. And beginning of the season, they did say that they wanted to lose use Pollard like a, like an Alvin Kamara type. Obviously, that didn't go as well because you know he's been very limited in plays. But maybe, like Nick said, this is something that they're preparing for this you know run. Maybe they're ready. You know, we can't really say that because you know, the Eagles are there neck and neck with them for this uh, NFC East uh, title. But maybe they're preparing Pollard for for a you know a Zeke slowdown. But we never know. But so keep that back in your mind. Uh, my next running back is uh, Kalen Balage of the Miami Dolphins. He's owning 9% of Yahoo and 8.8% of ESPN leagues. So uh, news broke today. Mark Walton uh, will miss the next four games after violating the NFL conduct and substance abuse policy for having three offseason arrests. I'm not sure why it took him this long to uh, face this if it was three offseason arrests. Maybe they've all been finalized. You know, paperwork is following and whatnot. But uh, this means by default that Balage is the you know is the starting running back. You know they, they trade away Kenyon Drake to to uh, Arizona Cardinals last week. You know Walton goes down for the next four games. So this is strictly uh, a usage pickup. You know uh, at this point in the season, running backs in the waiver wire are very scarce, very hard to come by. So if you can find someone who's a lead back who's getting ten plus carries, they're at least worth a roster spot. And Balage should do that. And he's been getting the goal line work. You know if you've been seeing the games the last. Uh, two or three weeks getting some goal line work uh, so he's ready to come in and score some touchdowns Dolphins team looked a little bit better I know it was against the Jets but they did something uh, decent last week but I also wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins went out and signed a running back off the off the um, street maybe like a Jay Ajayi you know uh, bring him back for a reunion to end the season or something like that but for now Kalen Balazs is, is worth a stash and you know some deeper leagues yeah, I definitely – I actually like your Ajayi take on that. It was something I was thinking about as well. Um, and as you said, there's just nobody competing with him for the, the, the reps right now. So, Balazs is a must-add at this point, especially in deeper leagues, as you said. And he – I wouldn't even say he's matchup, you know, based like he's going to get the work. So, you could probably feel confident starting him in a, against a mediocre defense. For sure, and Bellagio is someone I was very high. If you know me, I was very high on this guy coming to the season. I thought he was going to take over, you know, the starting role from Drake early in the season. But then, you know, uh, Drake split touches with Walton, and Walton took over, and it just didn't work out. So I hope he can get some chances and get going. So let's move on to a wide receivers here. Uh, I'll kick this one off. 
My first wide receiver is Zach Pascal of the Indianapolis Colts. He's owning 21% of Yahoo and 6.6% of ESPN League. So uh, he, I played him on my B team if you follow that series where I you know, make a hypothetical fantasy football lineup consisting of players owning less than 40% of Yahoo and or ESPN Leagues. Playing this week, very happy I did. Uh, had a very nice week, five receptions, 76 yards, and a touchdown for 18.6 fantasy points. Uh, we all know that T.Y. Hilton will miss at least the next two weeks, maybe three weeks, uh, with that injury he's, face- he's facing. And, you know, a little damper here, Jacoby Brissett obviously left uh, Sunday's game with uh, with an injury. I think he's he's been deemed week to week or day to day. Uh, but even if he's not in there, Brian Hoyer looks somewhat competent, and he was getting Pascal the ball, get him involved without Brissett in there. So, um, so I'm gonna look forward to you know Pascal looked very good. Uh, this is a guy that team was high on to begin with, and over the next few games, uh, the Colts have the Dolphins, Jaguars, Texans, Titans, and Bucks. Not really any hard matchups there. Maybe Titans the best one, but there's some great matchups there for uh, you know Zach Pascal and the and the Colts moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm actually eating my words that I wrote in the article this past week about the whole uh, T.Y. Hilton uh, injury and how it would affect the rest of the team. And I kind of thought that Pascal would be a tick back or take a step back because I figured they would see the better coverage uh, from opposing teams, better defenders. So I'm definitely eating those words. And at this point, I do believe Pascal is, is a must add. So for my first uh, wide receiver, I'm going with Darius Slayton. Now, his production hasn't been superb, so to speak. Uh, two weeks ago versus the, the Lions, he had five targets, two receptions, 50 yards, and two touchdowns. Both receptions were touchdowns. That's 19 uh, fantasy points. He's owned in just 9% of Yahoo and 13% of ESPN. But my reasoning behind Agnon is Shepard took a, a step back in the concussion protocol. He practiced all week and then something came up and he w- wound up being inactive for the game. There's been rumor that they may place him on injured reserve at this point. I think if Shepard hits injured reserve, Slayton's a definitely worth an add in this offense, as we discussed earlier when you brought up Daniel Jones, who plays the likes of the Eagles, the Dolphins, and the Redskins in the future. So that's just a wide receiver I think could have some big upside. May not be an every week play, but he's definitely matchup based. If they're playing against the, the likes of like the Eagles, the Dolphins, and the, the Skins, I think he he could be a, a flex play for you on one of those weeks. Yeah, Slayton's been someone who's been bouncing around, you know, waiver wire articles and waiver wire podcasts for the last for the entire season, pretty much. You know, he has that he had that game where he had two receptions, uh, all for touchdowns. You know, he's been hit or miss, but with a very easy schedule, and like Nick said, Shepard is. Pretty much, I assume, done for the season. Um, a lot of, you know, and Daniel Jones playing this level, he is. You know, there should be some work going around for Slayton. So uh, let's move on to my second uh, wide receiver. I'm going, this is my second Miami Dolphin of this podcast, uh, as crazy that it, as that is. I'm going Devontae Parker with Miami Dolphins. If you don't, if you don't know at this point, this guy has four touchdowns over the last five weeks. He hasn't scored less than 11.8 fantasy points in those last five games. He's gone over 15.7 fantasy points in three of those games. So he's 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 snuck in there to be a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three, and flex option. Owning just 30, 36% of Yahoo and 22.8% of ESPN leagues. Uh, also news, Preston Williams is done for the season, so that frees up a lot of targets. And, you know, more could be coming to the veteran Devontae Parker's way. And he has some nice matchups coming up. 
He has the Browns, you know, the Eagles, who are god-awful against the pass. Jets, we talked about them. Uh, Giants, not so well. And Bengals are very awful against the pass, too. Those are from Week 12 to 16 there. So there's a few hard matchups between now and Week 12. But in that playoff run there, Week 12 to 16, great matchups. This is a guy, you know, when you're in Week 16 and, you know, your star receiver gets shut down for the season. This is a guy you can plug in there, gets you 15 points, you win your league. So... I highly suggest you guys go out and pick up Devontae Parker if he's available in your league. Yeah, for sure, especially with the news of Preston Williams being out for the rest of the season uh, after coming off of a great game. So, yeah, Parker definitely gets a shot up, in my opinion. For me, my second receiver is Nikhil Harry of the, the Patriots. He's only owned in 18% of Yahoo and 13% of ESPN. He, he's been on IR all season. The Patriots took him 32nd overall for a reason. They know they're struggling at the wide receiver position. So there's no real stats here. This is a, a, a stash, so to speak, type receiver. He's owned in Yahoo and ESPN. He's owned more, it, a higher percentage, as guys I just said, like Slayton. And with basically no tight end play from the Patriots, I think Nikhil Harry can step in and get many of those receptions. Yeah, you're going to have Edelman there, but you're and you're also going to have Sanu there. Now, Sanu had 100% of the snaps. I think that what, coming off of a bye next week, playing the Eagles, if Harry plays, Harry could have his breakout game, and they'll look to rest Sanu a little more coming off 100% uh, percent of the snaps. Yeah, he's been a guy that a lot of people anticipate on because he was uh, Bill Pelchick's first and only uh, first-round selected wide receiver. So this that's a high praise there coming from Bill Belichick, being their only, his only first-round you know wide receiver ever taken. So there's a lot of anticipation there. People waiting for him to go on the field and hit the IR. So after this bye week, he should get phased into things, should be ready to go. And like you said, they have a lot of problems with their wide receiver position. And then when they come off, the, when they come off this bye week, they have a great game to recoup and you know against, go against the Philadelphia Eagles and one of the league's worst uh, secondary. So, uh, yeah, like I said, Harry could you know burst on the scene. And, you know, and it's a Patriots player. So if he's on the field, he has some fancy value, in my opinion. Um you know, Sanu shouldn't probably won't play all 100% of snaps moving forward, especially if Harry is there. So yeah, if you have a, if you have a spot, if you have someone underperforming your team, you've been trying to get rid of him a few weeks, go in there and scoop up Harry. Um, he could pay off for you in the long run. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm going to go first here on the tight ends, and this is what I would call the bye week overlook ad. Noah Fan. Um, they're on a buy coming up, so a lot of people are going to figure that in their leagues they could wait another week and possibly add them next week. This is your week where you scoop in and grab them. Against the Browns this week, he had four targets for three receptions, 115 yards and a touchdown. Now, the touchdown was a 75-yarder, but if you even if you took that away in that reception, it's still two receptions for 40 yards, which is, is decent. And as I mentioned in another article, my first article I did with We Know Fantasy, with the an inexperienced quarterback, they're going to lean on a tight end. And also the, the veteran wide receiver. So Noah Faint is a guy in a season where tight ends have been up and down and there hasn't been a whole plethora of them to go out at them now before someone else in your league goes and gets them. Yeah. Uh, like he said, Brandon Allen's, you know, for the rest of the season, pretty much going to be the quarterback there unless, you know, real, I don't know when Greer went on to the IR, if he's eligible to come back this season or not. But if he does come back, these young guys love the tight end position. They love the security blanket. They love the underneath passes. So look for Font to have a, a, a nice rest of the season as well. So my tight end this week is Jack Doyle, the Indianapolis Colts. He's only 25% of Yahoo and 35.5% of ESPN League. So, um, 
Doyle has gone over 10 points in his last two games. And if Brissett is to miss any times, I believe uh, Brian Hoyer is to target Doyle more than uh, Brissett would. So uh, Doyle has seen five plus targets in three of his last five games and four plus targets in four of those um, games. Uh, like when we talked about uh, Pascal earlier this podcast, Doyle has a very nice schedule moving forward. Dolphins, Jaguars, Texans, Titans, and Bucks over the next five weeks. We just talked about how you know weak tight position can be if you don't have one of those top tier guys. Doyle could be a nice guy to come in here if you're streaming if you're streaming tight ends. Uh, he can be a nice guy. You can scoop in here, uh, plug him in for the next five six games, and have yourself a nice end of the season. Yeah, for sure. Actually, that that was the, what I was going to hit on was that Hoy- I could see Hoyer targeting Doyle way more than Brissett would. So he's definitely worth an ad. Plus, I believe Eric Ebron is dealing with an injury. Um, by the way, Nate, that's uh, two Dolphins and two Colts you got in your waiver wire pickups this week. Yeah, it's weird to say. At least, you know, the the, the, the Colts are a quality team and, and putting stuff together besides that, you know, last-second loss, uh, missed field goal last week. It's weird to have two Dolphins in here, but, uh, hey, it is what it is, and you got to find yeah. value where you can find value. For sure. I like them. Good picks there. All right. So that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, real quick, Nick, uh, where can the people find you on social media? Uh, once again, you can find me on Instagram at fantasy underscore mechanic, as well as on Twitter at FB mechanic. And as always, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. It can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Visit our website, weknowfantasy.com, for some uh, you know, great more, uh, some more fantasy football content, fantasy basketball, fantasy hockey content on there as well. Uh, I'll be back Wednesday with a fantasy fro for the We Know Fantasy podcast featuring the fantasy fro. Talk, talk about the week that was and the week in advance. And uh, our, our group of our contributors will be back Thursday night for the We Know Fantasy Contributors podcast where they give you different topics, different perspectives, different voices than uh, the fro and I coming at you. So, uh, uh, again, thanks, Nick, for coming on. It was great having you. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Uh, until next time, we'll see you.